Hey yo, hey yo, this your boy CG over at Homage Hip Pop Poetry, brought to you by NWT Entertainment. And you know what it is, we like to put appreciation in hip hop, but we also want to put appreciation in this broadcasting thing. So without further ado, I want to give a huge thank you and a shout out to my boy Dre over at the Hip Hop Podcast. That's Dre over at the Hip Hop Podcast. If you like to stay in touch with the latest on hip hop news, check your boy out. That's Mr. Dre over at the Hip Hop Podcast. Podcast. Mr. Dre, we see you and we appreciate you. This your boy CG. Thank you. Keep doing your thing. Hey yo, hey yo, this your boy CG back again with Homage Hip Hop Poetry, brought to you by Concrete Gladiator Studios. And you know what it is, we like to put appreciation in hip hop. What we do at Homage is we take artists, uh, entrepreneurs, fashion designers, anybody who's trying to make a name for themselves in this hip-hop game that we love. We had them come up here and pick any verse from any artist, 80s, 90s, 2000s. You know the rules. It could have came out last week as long as it impacted that artist somewhere and got them on the path that they own. Today we joined with Mr. Seven, and uh, we're going to, you know what we like to do. We like to keep this interview to 15 minutes. So without further ado, it's Homage. Uh the verse, of the, course. The verse. You know, I got to pick one from one of my favorite artists. That'd be Tip T.I. Uh, I've been in and out of trouble since an adolescent. Spar riding, dead fresh with no daddy present. I got two uncles, Quinn Man, and they keep me straight. Seven and eight, I'm counting money while they moving weight. My daddy sent me clothes and always tell me to come to see him. I say, all right. I say, I'm feeling like my mama need him. They sent letters home from school. Nobody read mine. And plus, my uncles do a 10-year fair time. Then I started rebelling, began crack selling. The little thing on the corner with a Mac 11. After school, lay my mama holler homework. I say, all right, mom, but look, I got my own work. Started into acting with fiends at the age of 13. Now my mama selling rocks in the, my mom finding rocks in my sock, glocks in my toy box. Like, damn, a trouble come to me like this. But on the real, you need have to be like this. All right. It's just something about that verse to do something for you. Man. All right, man. So what, what, what about that verse does it for you? I don't know. I think that it is my life story in a sense. You know what I mean? Maybe some of the situations differ, but a lot of them have so many similarities. I just relate to him as an artist and seeing him grow over the years. I related to him as a person. And I think that going back to that verse, it make me relate to it even more so. All right, man. If that makes sense. Yeah, so I know that you um I know that you used to rap and uh do music, but now you do your uh, fashion thing, man. What's right. going on with that? Uh, you know, music will always be my passion, right? But the thing is, I'm knowing that it's a lot of not so good music that's saturating the game, and I feel like my fastest way in would be fashion because think about it: fashion, clothing, and food is three things that ties every culture together, and I think that fashion will be my contribution more so. Because you look good, you feel good. When you feel good, you act good. When you act good, you can move a certain way. You know what I mean? You pay more attention to stuff. Stuff matters, it seems like, to me. And I think that fashion is something that everybody likes. Maybe not the same uh, designer, per se. Same colors, same designs. But fashion connects everybody. And to me, that's my contribution. So when, you, when you're talking about your fashion, your taste in fashion, are you into more... Um you designing like streetwear, skatewear, you, do you put yourself in a category or do you just kind of do your thing? That's a great question. I don't want to be categorized like that. I don't want to, because I'm already, uh, say, a young black entrepreneur, so the first thing they would do is categorize me as urban clothing. Yeah. And I want to get away from that stigma. I want to make music, I mean, clothing just like I made music for every genre, every ethnic background, no matter your religious belief. I want an older white man 
and a younger black person to be able to wear the same outfit and find the same level of comfort while they have it on. If you think team seven, you don't think one individual. Mm -hmm. You think team, you think a conglomerate, amalgamation. You think more than one, unification. So team seven is team us, you know? That's my that's my idea with that. Now, one thing that I like about your clothing design is, man, like, you know, some people have a logo and they just stick with that one logo. I know that you got a lot of logos. One of my favorites is the one with the hands, the right, seven right, that right, hold right, up. Right, right. What, in your choice, what's your favorite logo or the logos that you done designed? You know what? With me designing them all, I kind of I'm a I'm drawn to each and every one differently. But this the five and the two, the seven, your favorite design. That's got it's the most simple, but yet the most complex. That's my favorite design out of all my designs. Mm -hmm. I love my penny too as well because I think that it speaks volumes but that five and that two it, it just says so much without saying nothing you know what I mean and I, I would have to say that that's my favorite design as well so what made you make the transition from music to fashion and, and do you think people see your music in your fashion or vice versa yeah you know what actually I do and I think what made me make that transition to answer that question first was that I always wanted to be fly I always wanted to be well put together you know young coming up if you dress nice you could get the attention of the girls or the people who was getting money you could get their attention because you look like them you move like them and I think that that's what drifted me into fashion and then on top of that I always wanted to look different I wanted to have something that everybody else didn't have you know I always felt like it was me wearing the clothes not the clothes wearing me Mm -hmm. So I designed with that in mind. All right. So uh, what, what, um, where you want the fashion to go with um, where you want the fashion to go with um, where you trying to get in the fashion mm -hmm. industry? Are you trying to be like a, a, a Kanye West? You want to do shoes? Uh, you want you like the clothes thing? Or you... I, I like all that, but I think I want to do it one step at a time. And I think a good mentor for me would be Damon John, as I spoke about earlier when we was at the uh, Alabama Music Awards. Yeah. And not because I like the way that he approached it, and I like his stick to itiveness. And it's just over time he grew into different brands, but he started with that one brand, and he finessed it, and he made it work for him. He built relationships around that one brand. And I think that that's what I want to do with Team 7 as far as finding artists who are willing to wear it, athletes who are willing to wear it, skateboarders. I mean, everybody from every different walk of life, I want them to have an item from the Team 7 collab, I mean, from the Team 7 clothing line. Mm -hmm. So it's really, I want it to be a global brand. And I know you're affiliated with Way Down Entertainment. Oh, yes, yes. How did that come about? Well, actually, man, uh, it's a long history, and I know we ain't got enough time on it, but... We've been knowing each other well over a decade, and we connected literally through music. But then over time, we built a strong bond and relationship, and we become brothers. You know what I mean? Like, we look out for each other, we love each other, and we rock for each other in more ways than just musically or fashion-wise. You know, we're a family. That's the best way to put that. I mean, we fuss, we fight, we fall out, we argue, but for the most part, we're a family, man, and we stick to it. Like real brothers. Real brothers. Yep. Ain't no half-brothers, light brothers. We are brothers. I'm sitting here talking to you, man, like, and you got every question mapped out in your head. It sounds like, but most, I'm going to let y'all know this man a fucking clown, dude. Like, he is <laughs> hilarious, and he, he's, he, he's serious about his business, but you catch him on the flip side, and he a damn clown, man. Um, right on, man. Shout out to Concrete Gladiators, man, for having me here. And uh, like I said, I've grown to know uh, my dude for a while, man. And I just like his energy. I like what he put out. And I respect his grind. I respect his hustle because I think he worried of it. 
for what that's worth. So y'all make sure y'all check out not just this video, everything that Concrete Gladios put up. Check that out, man. Stay tuned because it's gonna be a force to be reckoned with. I like that, man. I for appreciate sure, sure. that. And I stand on that. We on here paying homage to both of us, huh? Hey, that's what we do, man. <laughs> that's what it you know is. What I'm, <laughs> I'm take a sip real quick. Hey, and Heineken hey, not sponsoring this interview. Heineken hey, and Corona not sponsoring this interview. Please don't. Hey, but but we open. We we, we buy it, but you don't have to buy. Right. The um and drink responsibly. So how things going on with Troy? I know you big in the music scene with Troy, and you have a lot of uh, artists who hand you up getting clothes design. And I know you do. You design other people's logos yeah, too, I do, right? I do. I do. I, I've designed actually a few. I, man, actually a little more than I can count currently. But uh, one of the main designs that I'm really proud of being a part of is my family, the Way Down ENT. I was blessed with an opportunity to bless them with a logo, which they already had one. So they're trying to do multiple multiple things and. In merchandising, when it comes down to merchandising the brand way down, so they want to be able to have different levels of apparel for that as well. And fortunately, I've been blessed with the opportunity given that job, you know what I mean, to where I can kind of put my artistic ability with their thoughts and we can create something that's, you know what I'm saying, that's worth gravitating toward. So how long you been working in fashion and music? I've been in music for well over a decade, but I've been in fashion really strong for like three or four years. And it started with me just wearing it. You know, I would perform at clubs or whatever, at venues, and I would always wear Team 7. Not for sale. I would just wear it because I wanted to have something that identified me and identified the crowd with who I was. So what I would do is just wear it. And after a while, it's like, man, I like that. That's fly. I like that. Ooh, I like them colors. And then it just became kind of, it, it dwarfed from a thought and transitioned into a business. That make perfect sense, man. If you're building a brand, you brand everything. Don't, exactly. Don't let somebody use you for free. True. True story. Are you um? So you say you've been in fashion for like three years. You uh, you 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 got any advice for anybody? Like I know a lot of people get into the t-shirt game now, uh, hats, things like that. You got any advice, any lessons that you don't learn in the three years that you've been doing it that could keep somebody from making a mistake and falling on their face? Yeah, structure. I mean, it's good to be creative. See, that's a gift and a curse because being creative is so many things you can do, but also being creative is so many things that you shouldn't do. So you have to find that balance in between that, knowing that I can't just go produce 50 designs if nobody knows who the first one was. So I got to give them something to become attracted to. Mm -hmm. And then it's, okay, we have another design. Okay, we have another design. So I think it's smarter if you pace yourself, find your base, find your core audience, who you're trying to target, and go towards them. Pull up, like, with them in the car. Like, you can't make them buy them, but they can't make you stop trying to sell them. That's true. So I it's like, like you can say no, I can say yes. And you know, every reason that you tell me that you don't want to buy it, I'm gonna give you a reason that I feel like you should buy it. So it's like, that's not really a debate. It's the much confidence as you have and not, the much confidence as I have as you should. And as long as I keep that, I think that for every no, every 25 no's, I get two yeses. But now, because of experience, I'm starting to get more people to buy into what I'm doing because I have a level of confidence to where they see I believe in what I'm doing. I like what you said. You said for every 25 no's, you get two yeses. Yeah. And one thing that I do, I come from a sales background. So when you got that, it's called a sales ratio. When you got that ratio, you know how to make your money then. Because if I can sell true. two out of 25, I know exactly how many people I got to ask true. to sell 100. I'm at 8% out of 100. So, you know what I mean? That's math. You know, if I'm getting two out of every 25, it's 25 going to 104, so that two times four is eight. I'm getting 8% of the people. There you go. 8% can only go up. 
Now, I know you got it. You gave some advice, but if you could ask um, somebody in the fashion industry that you look up to one question, what would it be? What is the best way to keep a long standing customer base? Outside of just create new designs, how do I cater to a base and, and keep, keep that base? That makes sense, man. Who you that would be the most that would be the most important question or the most essential question I think I could ask. Who would you direct that question to in the fashion industry? Uh, I probably would direct that to Damon John. Shark Tank. Shark Tank. You know, I followed him prior to Shark Tank. People don't know that he had 10 t-shirts. He literally went from video shoot to video shoot, getting people to wear it. After the video shoot, he'd get the t-shirts back, take them home, put them in the cleaners, wear them to the club. He only had 10 t-shirts and 10 hats. Mm -hmm. And then LL gave him a shot. He said, well, if anything happened, take care of me. And he kept pushing. Consistency is the key. That's one thing I learned that you have to do. You have to stay at it. It's going to be a lot of disappointing moments. And I still have them now. It ain't like I'm making millions of dollars, but I'm so much further ahead today than where I was yesterday. But not quite as far as I'll be tomorrow. There you go. Considering this level of consistency. As long as I maintain this, I think that I'm going to be just fine. What's your favorite fashion brand now? Besides uh, Team 7. You know, I'm a fan of Sean John. Because I, I, I like the way that the clothes fit. It's like if you wear a 34 in Sean John, your pants fit. The only way to get them too big is you bought a 36. Mm -hmm. If you want some skinnies, you're going to get a 32. So it's a classic clothing, almost like fat form would. I was a big fan of fat form too at one point. But right now, I would have to say Sean John, the pants are very comfortable. And now I'm older, so it's comfort over fashion for me. I want to be fashion to be sensible, but I want to be comfortable first. There you go. So what we usually do on here, I know that uh, you used to do the music thing. What we usually do is we give everybody a minute and a half. First of all, let me uh, tell everybody where they can find your clothing, where they can find you at, and, and then we'll get into that part. Okay, uh, and if you're looking for any of the clothing, you can go straight to the website. That's www.team7company.com. You spell it all out, no word. I mean, no letters. It's T-E-A-M-S-E-V-E-N company, C-O-M-P-A-N-Y.com. If you look at me on Instagram, it's at Poetic7. On Twitter, Poetic underscore 7. And if on Facebook, it's Prince Under God. But you can also find Team 7 and company on Facebook as well. All right, man. So, um, yeah, we give a minute and a half. You can kick a freestyle. <laughs> you can talk about your clothing. You can talk about, you can spit one of your verses that you used to do when you back and when you did music. Right, right. Whatever you want to do, man. You got a minute and a half to mic yours. Let them know everything that you want them to know. All right, let me see. Uh, I think I might hit you with a few balls because I ain't done it in a while. All right. You know what I mean? I might go Freestyle? With... No, I don't really freestyle. I'm a okay. writer. Good deal. But uh, So that way I put some thought into it, you know. But I'm going to say uh, I am Mr. 63 divided by 9 times 4. Then you got it divided by 2 minus 8 plus 1. Yeah, I'm that guy. I ain't got to spread my wings, homie. I'm that fly. Tap dancing in the cloud, sir. Yes, sir, I'm that high. Niggas playing game because numbers on that pack high. That's the reason that I strategize pack fives. Foes in the front just to catch them from the backside. Might do a 33, but then I got to add five. Short grab a snug nose, and I ain't talking snack size. If I say it's time to pray, I ain't talking snack time. If I catch him point blank, it exit out his backside. Travel to the nigga in the back of that guy. 
exit out his fitted man through the back of his eye. See, the Rob Boys, they jack guys. They run the spots and jack pads. And that's the reason that eye became the strap guy. So when the jack guys decide to jack eye, place a call to the black guys with black suits, black tie. Now you're talking mafia, homie. It's Mr. 2 plus 5, and I'm gone. Listen. For a motherfucker to come up here on there and rip like that and say that they in fashion, why you ain't rapping? It means that I'm not rapping, and man. To, and you know, hold on one second. To everybody who done came up here and, and done spit some bullshit when we done had a couple. How the hell y'all let a fashion designer come up here and spit some iller shit than y'all spit? Y'all really should be ashamed of yourself, man. Well, I appreciate that. That's I, think that's a I, I appreciate you coming through, man. For sure. You got anything else to say to the people before we get out of here? No, man, just uh, one thing for sure and two for certain. Look out for Boondock Homes, Way Down Entertainment. Got a lot of things coming up. You got the ATL Actors Awards. You got WCG Radio Promotions. Uh, listen, man, we making moves from Way Down to Team 7, Concrete Gladiator, the units I'm measuring. And when I say units I'm measuring, I mean everything that I'm calculating in terms of what's going on. But y'all stay tuned for Team 7 and Company, the clothing. Way down ENT, the artist. Of course, Boondock is leading the, leading the squad as far as that go. But y'all stay tuned because it's got a lot to come this year, man. 2019 will be that year. That's what it is, man. I'm going to hit um, a J. Cole homage today. That's my boy J. Cole. And it go like this. I always did shit the hard way. My nigga squirrel slinging in the hallway. Burnt CDs and trees like this was Broadway. Times Square. Kept them dimes there in the locker. Some Reggie Miller with more brown hats than you debacle. Whistle that he got it for the Lolo. Spiller. Dying for a dub. Them white boys ain't no no better. Besides, what's $20 to a nigga like that? He tell his pops he needs some lunch and he gonna get it right back. I peep game. Got home. Snatched my mama key change. Took a whip. The appeal. Too ill to reframe. I hit the boulevard. Pull up to my nigga front door, his mom at home, she still let him hit the blunt though. I told her hello, and sat with my nigga and laughed, and talked about how we gonna smash all the bitches in class. I complimented how I see him out here getting this cash, and just asked, what a nigga gotta do to get that? Put me on, put me on. He just laughed when he seen I was sure, 17 years breathing, his demeanor said more. He told me, nigga, you know how you sound right now? You want my mans, I would think that you a clown right now. Listen, you everything I want to be, that's why I fucks with you. So how you looking up to me when I look up to you? I'm about to go, you about to go get a degree, I'm going to be stuck with two choices. Either graduate to wait or sell a number two. For what, a hundred bucks or two a week? Do you think that you would know what to do if you was me? I got four brothers, one mothers that don't love us. If they ain't want us, why the, they never wore rubbers. I felt ashamed to have ever complained about my life again. Thought about how far we done came from trailer park, living to a front yard with trees in the sky thank you mama dry your eyes it ain't no reason to cry you made a genius and i ain't gonna take it for granted i ain't gonna settle for less i ain't gonna take what they handed nah i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna take what they owe me and show you that i can fly and show a girl what she missing the illest nigga alive and who am i y'all know what it is this is homage hip-hop poetry thank you mr seven for coming through chilling with your boy y'all oh, make sure y'all really? check oh, him out really? and he'll be back through some other time i promise because we got a good relationship going we're gonna keep this thing Jelly flowing like and y'all have a nice day thank you y'all taking out take that witch all right now <laughs> that was cool right there.